Hello everyone, welcome to another talk. So uh, we're gonna go over a um, really cool concept uh, for practicing um, and for, for playing really um, just in general. Um, but um, George Garzon has this uh, triadic chromatic approach concept um, that he uses and teaches. And um, so uh, check out his book and I'll, um, I'll try to stick a, a link in the description um, down below. But um, let's talk a little bit about the, the concept and um, maybe I'll uh, read through one of uh, a little bit of a solo excerpt or something that he plays. I think he's got got some excerpts in here. Um, and I may have done a similar kind of talk to this before, but um, but anyway, so this is kind of a kind of a cool um, cool approach that you can you can take um, to to get outside a little bit. And um, I think in a sense it's coming out of uh, the tradition of, of uh, Coltrane and some of the, the so it's almost, I almost see it as like kind of a different angle on that. Um, so let's, let's maybe um, let go over the basic principles here that he talks about. Um, so he says, the triads must be connected with the half step in between. Okay. And the same inversion cannot be repeated back to back. Okay. So he's got an example here of a C major triad. Okay. So it says after playing C, E, and G ascending, play either uh, one half step up or one half step down. Okay. So we get. Or, okay. The next triad, he says, um, can be any triad except for A flat major and root position. So the reason is for that rule and, um, that he gave earlier. So we, we would not do like that. Okay. He doesn't want you to do that. So he wants you to do like something like that, or um, um, so that would be second inversion. So, or you could do third inversion. Okay, so something like, something like that. But he's saying don't do two root positions in a row or any, any whatever the first one is, don't do that inversion. Type, whether it's a non-inversion or an inversion. Okay, so he says don't use on the G flat. Don't do that. So he wants you to do, and we'll cover other triad types. So he wants you to do either that, which would be like a D major, or a B major. So you, you would have to start your next one on something that's not the same. Uh, inversion type. 
Um, now it's saying um, triad choices are given. Um, so it gives a couple of, couple examples. Um, and he's saying maybe give it a different direction, right? So we just I just gave some examples of going kind of in the same um, same direction. Okay, so he's saying maybe go in a different a different direction at least for the first interval. So it may play something like. So once he gets up to this other note, say go down, and then maybe do another permutation. So play up, but otherwise you could do uh, <clears throat> something like, um, like that. All right, and so it gives um, gives that okay as a going down lower. So that so that would be. G flat there. Um, so he's talking about displaced um, permutation of, and this this is something I've talked about with the um, with the uh, melodic structures. Um, so you can have permutations. You know, so if you have a C major triad, you play it in different orders. So just kind of mixing it up. So, but he's saying that, yeah, so you're starting on the root. They, the, if they begin on the root, then you're considering uh, them as root position. Okay, so. Um, So saying, okay, so this is interesting. Um, root position, there with begin with the root of the chord containing that's C. However, the sound of the C major triad is affected by example 4B. So it's got as the third E and the fifth do not sound in the traditional order. Okay. Um, once a triad is permutated, it is treated as a different inversion in this concept. Therefore, the same inversion can be repeated back to back as long as one of the two triads is displaced. Okay, so that's that's kind of interesting. All right, so you could maybe say. Okay, so you could maybe use the same root position, but since one of them has been. One of them has been uh, permutated, then it, it kind of changes that that role. Um, okay, all right. So let's look at a little bit. We got a little bit of an example here. He's got C major, G flat, D. Sorry, and D flat. Play through that again. So 
you can see it really pulls you in these different directions. So that's the improper method, as he's saying. So he's saying the proper method for doing that would be like this. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so then we have, of course, major triads. Um, but we also have three other types of triads. We have minor, diminished, and augmented. So we can use all of those as well. Okay. Um, so another thing that he talks about, so random chromatic approach. So that is kind of the next thing, I think. So this one, he's talking about the random triadic approach. Okay. So you try to take all that, all those concepts and work them into, into your um, playing. So you might do... So there I did um, E flat minor. There, and I chose a different version. So C major. Now, if you do triads, if you keep it to three, then you're going to get this kind of neat off-kilter sound um, that, that kind of bounces back and forth. Um, but you could also maybe make more than... You could have four notes, just have one note that's repeated. So then he's talking about the random chromatic approach. Um, so he's saying the melodic line must stay within an interval of a major third. Okay. The same intervals cannot be repeated consecutively in the same direction within that chosen major third. Okay. So he doesn't want you to do those uh, two things. All right, so you could have these different intervals. So you have major third. So we have kind of a half step, whole step, minor third, and a major third. All right. All right, so we get these different interval types, things like that. All right, so he's giving us, again, some improper methods. Okay, so he's saying ascending pattern repeated back to back, so you're not supposed to do that. Ascending half steps repeated back to back. Okay, so you gotta change it, okay. Um, even if it's the, not the same two notes, so think about different interval. Descending half steps, repeated back to back. Ascending, uh, descending pattern, repeated back to back. Okay. So then he gives us more of a, a proper method, so let's give you an idea of the sound. Okay. So you see we go half step, whole step, half 
half step, whole step, minor third, whole step, half step, half step. Okay, now it's going a different direction. Um, augmented second, whole step, half step. Okay, so then you really think about your intervals um, and how that works. So it gives an example there, um, random triads and random inversions with the half step in between. So that's kind of the thing he's going at. So we have G major. Okay, we have G flat, uh, F, E, D flat, E flat, F, C, or E, A, excuse me. All right, so you um, the second line and also, so go a little further here. All right, so it has this really kind of cool outside sort of sound. Minor triads here. So those are the ideas of the minor triads and random inversions, half steps in, in between. All right, and then he gets into these random chromatics within a major third. Okay, so this is kind of interesting. Okay, we can do the next line here. chromatic movement over the octave. Okay, so here he's saying, you play A, let's see, let's see where he does that. Um, he's gonna go. Okay, so what he's saying is, that's the major third, and you could do a 10th. I think that's what he's going, going at there. So it gives a lot of examples of these and uh, what you might uh, try try to do. So I'll go ahead and play a few other a few other examples, but it gives some 
it was an example of a chord and then you'd play over this chord so i'll have to do this in the other studio space and get some backing tracks too so we can really hear the, some of the dissonance that's gonna happen with these play through a few more examples just kind of get the idea of how this all kind of sounds random chromatics over two five one progression so he's got two five some um, um, no, examples of how that kind of fits together for us. Um, so it's a really cool sound. Um, and I think it's, you know, kind of one of those things that you, you could, uh, one of tools that you could kind of put in the toolbox, I guess, you could say. Okay, and then he's giving us some preparatory exercises on these uh, <clears throat> symmetrical major triads, ascending and descending, half steps in between. So giving, a, giving us some exercises here uh, to play. Gives us some uh, pentatonic type type things to work with too. some minor triads. Now these are get kind of they can kind of lull you in on guitar because we can just kind of play that same same shape. So you might even try to practice them, you know, maybe moving. Maybe trying to stay in a position or two just to kind of get the challenge of that. Okay. Let's 
got some minor pentatonics here. Let's hear those sound. Um, let's see, how do we want to play this? Uh, go up above here. So pretty cool, and then um, it's going to give us some um, chord chord changes to kind of practice all that with. So uh, let me know what you think about this uh, video, and if you're interested in in uh, pursuing this further, I'll I'll talk about it a little bit more um, for us. Um, but thanks for checking out this video. I hope you enjoyed it, and I uh, hope you have a great practice session uh, with it. All right, everybody, well, I'll talk to you all in the next one.